Vasquez. The huge suplex. a.m. on the Pacific Coast, noontime on the East Coast, and I think out in Hawaii they're still sleeping at 6 a.m. because I think they're three hours behind us, if I'm not mistaken. Welcome to another edition of Thoughts Count Anywhere, coming to you live from the Gold Line Vegas studios in the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. Thank you for making us part of your Saturday plans and extravagant things that you want to do. We appreciate you taking us along. Of course, you're watching us right now on Facebook. Catch us on Twitter. Uh, Vegas, the Go Live Vegas mobile app. You can download Twitter, Periscope, Twitch, and wherever else Matt says we're, we're on, like 9,000 platforms. Everywhere. We're everywhere. everywhere. Exactly. Of course, you can go to thoughtscountanywhere.com. Check out all the links if you missed the show. But more importantly, get some merchandise and get an opportunity to add your name to the hundreds of names we've gotten so far for the Hulk Hogan piece because people are getting our merchandise which adds them into the drawing. Is that not right, Matt? Yes, sir. There you go. Mr. Matt Mullen, man, a few words so early in the morning. Chief sitting in the yes, middle. Yes, sir. <laughs> Jason sitting in the DJ booth working Hello. the bell. Hello, 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 hello. There you go, guys. Real quickly, how's everybody week been since we last adjourned? We had April Hom here last week. What a fun show that was. That was awesome. It's been a pretty good week just dealing with the idiots of Fremont, usual. We got to focus on one show about all the idiots on Fremont Street. I think that would be fun. I have plenty of video clips and stories. <laughs> Chief, how are you, sir? Healthy, my friend. Healthy. Right on. That's doing, good. Doing well. Right on. Jason. Yes, how sir. Doing, how are you doing in the box over there? I'm in the box. I cannot hear myself. Oh, well. Uh, what is wrong with my mic? We hear you perfectly fine. We hear you. Maybe it's your headset volume. I can't hear me. All right, we'll check into it at break time. Want to shout out to everybody in the chat room so far. Sarah, Jeff, Ryan, good morning, everybody, for joining us. And please reshare, <laughs> reshare our feed. I just got a message from our good friend, Elisa Mascari, over at Hand and Stone. Guess what came in the mail today for her? She is one of those individuals that when our merchandise went up, Oh, nice. She got her thoughts kind of anywhere sweatshirt. Let me hold it up for the camera there. Sweet. I don't know if we can get uh, a tighter shot, but there you go. Lisa Mascari, who hopefully you'll be hearing more from on our show coming up in the coming weeks uh, as well. So, yeah. So, there you go. Merchandise does work, and I'm proud to say I got my shirts as well. Have to wash them, though. They got a, little, a lot of sizing smell in it. Good, <laughs> good morning, Mr. Piper. Mr. Piper. Roddy Piper's watching us from beyond? No. That would be no. a trick, different family. Oh, okay. <laughs> different family. All right, it is time. We got a lot to talk about, a lot going on. So let's get started with I Hear Voices. All right, uh, it's about that time that rumors with, with uh, Royal Rumble and a couple of months away from WrestleMania, CM Punk could be returning at the Royal Rumble next week. What are your odds and thoughts? Matt? I highly doubt it. It seems like every major pay per view that seems to come up. Like, the rumors keep going, and he seems to egg him on a little bit just to, like, mess with Internet fans, I think. But <laughs> that would be, like, the big push somebody they would need to, like, get the ratings back and do some cool storylines out of it and stuff. But I don't see it happening. I'd love it to, but... I, I th in my opinion, they'd have, they should wait till there's people to see that because I think the roof would... would just get blown off. Chief, your thoughts? I give it two and a half percent. <laughs> to happen? To happen. 2.5%. 2.5%. He sat up very all, specific. I was going to say he sat up all night with his <laughs> abacus and everything to calculate and his protractors and whatnot. Jason, your thoughts on that? CM Punk. Mm, I don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't either. There are just some things that have to happen in front of live crowds, in my opinion. I agree. You know? I agree. Um, but this does, and, and maybe we'll jot this down for our conversation next Saturday, who would you like to see come back in a surprise entrant for Royal Rumble? So take a week to think about that. I think that'll be fun to talk about. I failed to give our phone numbers. 702-329-6947 is our number. Press the number one to come right into the studio. Join our conversation about anything we're talking about or throw a question our way. Or long distance, 855-502-4321. And, of course, you can send us a live tweet using hashtag thoughts count anywhere. All right, next, next topic. Rumor is Aleister Black is being kept off TV to ease tensions between him and the company 
<clears throat> since Zelina Vega got released. I don't know. I would think you'd want to make somebody happy by having them work and being on TV, in my opinion. Anybody else? That's what I would have thought. I'd be like, you'd have figured, like, here's a paycheck. Maybe that'll ease your tension a little bit. Instead of keeping him off TV, I think he would dwell over something like that. You would think. But he was in the middle of, like, a character change and hopefully doing bigger and better things. It's He needs to be back on TV. And Do we see him back at the Rumble? I hope so. I, mean, I don't know. WWE was smart. Zelina Vega would be coming back. <laughs> no shit. That's the one I didn't. I didn't even think about Aleister Black for the Rumble at all. Yeah. Well, he had a good. He had a good character going. I mean, his character was almost surreal to Undertaker, and then they kind of <clears> killed it. He's another like NXT one where he's like the king of like NXT, and then he gets to the main roster, and they're like, hey. hey Sucks to be you. Uh, it just seems to be when they when they bring somebody up, they get a hot start. They come out for a couple of weeks. I mean, look at Keith Lee as an example. For a month, he was in the main storyline, and then all of a sudden, whoop! There he goes. Whoop! You know, and then he's sent back to the performance center. Yada yada yada. So, I don't know. Uh, to me, if you know you have an unhappy employee who wants to wrestle and work. You put him on TV, you, 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 you put him in the light. I think that would ease tensions faster than not using him. But that's just me. All right, next topic. With WrestleMania now being announced as two nights in Tampa, they're looking for four major matches, two per night, with Goldberg and Cena almost locked for the show, and The Rock is questionable. I'm not sure how I feel about that. About, I mean, I love Cena. And we've, we all have shared our thoughts on Goldberg over the last couple of weeks, and the, that conversation will continue. But 20, what was it? You said before the show, Jason, what, 30000 a night they're hoping to get in there? Yeah, 30000 each night uh, on both shows, so total of 60000 for uh, WrestleMania. Okay. And that'll be on the heels uh, two months after the Super Bowl right. would, have, would have appeared there. And I don't know what the uh, attendance they're allowing in for that, but... Um, Cena, Goldberg, Sting. Well, Sting's no longer with WWE, but there was talk of maybe uh, uh, Undertaker and Sting at one time. Do they, what kind of draw do they really need with only 30,000 fans in a 60,000-seat arena and for pay-per-view buys to make it worthwhile? What, what's the highlight you guys see? If they had good creative writing, they wouldn't need Goldberg. They wouldn't need Cena. They wouldn't need any of those guys. Use the freaking wrestlers that they have and write good storylines. Matt? They seem to be like the legends are always like the break glass in case of emergency when like ratings <laughs> are down. And with WrestleMania, you don't really need to book legends for WrestleMania because especially to draw tickets. Tickets always go on sale in November and they sell out before December usually, before anything's even... Considered on the card, WrestleMania is already a sellout. Yes. WrestleMania sells itself. Yes. Normally. Normally, yes. Without the, without the attendance, though, I, I think it's going to be a harder sell this year. And with so many people being unhappy with the product, aside from what The Undertaker put out there the other day about being soft nowadays in terms of performers, I don't know. I, I think so many people, a lot of people are unhappy with the product. I think it'll be a hard sell this year. Let me ask a question. Aren't there a lot of fans that come from out of the U.S. Sure. to WrestleMania? Yeah. Usually, yeah. That's well, another great point. Now that supposedly the bo the borders are open, but they still have to take a COVID test, and once they get here, they have to quarantine for 14 days. Right. There's no way they can make it unless they come out here that early, right? Exactly. So I, I, I agree. I, I think from a, a in person attendance i think we're looking at some things that may be now so i can understand them wanting to go to like like you guys said you know break glass in case of emergency to get the names there that's hopefully going to increase the buys on tv and and pay-per-view or through the network but uh, I'm, I'm really concerned about the the type of card they're going to put out there um moving you, forward you there's know, been no build to anything yet but that'll happen after we're a rumble i hope yeah you know if the if they're going to use goldberg and they're going to use um cena why don't they just bring ricky steamboat from out of the back <laughs> and put him in the freaking ring and let him go at it for 60 minutes again 
because the only, there's one of the best. The only reason why they would bring Cena is just to break the record, and that would be it. Yeah. Uh, if he comes back just to win a title, he's going to piss everybody off just like Goldberg. Well, Goldberg's well, got to have these two matches like I, a year. I've been saying, and I keep saying this, if you want him to have a title, just give him the fucking Intercontinental, make him a Grand Slam champion, then he goes off in the sunset. Bye-bye. No. Goldberg you're talking about? No, Cena. Cena. Oh, I mean that's, Cena. That's the only belt that Cena has never won. Letting him have the 24-7. No, <laughs> hell no. Yeah, give him the 24-7 title. And well, you know, our truth beat him again. <laughs> I was going to say, we're talking about Cena breaking the record, but I don't know. Our truth has, has been a champion, what, 47 times? Yep. I mean, come on. That's 47, a- 365, 24, 7. I-15 south. I-15 south. I just had to go there. <laughs> Please oh. remove Bernie from the set. This is a non-political show. I do not want to see that meme. I'm tired of seeing that meme. Jeez, give an I've old guy. I've seen so many good ones. Oh, my God. Give an old guy credit for having to stay warm in a cold Washington, and everybody's making fun of the guy. He even <laughs> this got could have been an email. He even, got, he even got an RKO, I think, or he watched an RKO or put an arm bar in somebody well, no, in he, MMA. He, uh, he was doing a uh, tombstone pile driver on Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Thumbnailing the hell out of there. <laughs> So you some of the, send me that picture. Somehow. So some of the comments, let me try to rein the show back in here. <laughs> oh, my God, that's amazing. Ryan says, think maybe at Mania we can get Goldberg versus Orton, assuming they don't do Orton versus Edge again for number three. That's also been talked about. Uh, Joshua Lusk says, uh, Roman, Rock, and Drew, and Sheamus. In a tag team, Joshua, or are you talking about those as one-on-one matchups? Because you know Drew and Sheamus down the line are eventually going to face each other. This good brothers helping, helping, helping stuff is going to end at some point, right? Oh, yeah. So that's, that's another possibility as well. Okay, we're going to step aside for a break a few minutes early because we have a lot going on to report on through the rest of the wrestling world. We want to thank everybody for watching Thoughts Count Anywhere, coming to you live from the Go Live Vegas studios. The Four Thoughtsmen will be back right after this. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because they do. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! All right, welcome back. All right, we got a lot to talk about on the WWE and then some report. We thank you for watching us. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, the Bernie meme is currently the hottest pop culture. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> but sometimes it's called overkill and you lose a good. But again, you know, they, they took an old guy who is sitting in freezing cold weather or bundled up and everything trying to stay warm and they're making a joke out of it. I, I resemble that remark. Hey, if the, if the glove fits. Hey, anyway. Hey. Hey, All right, let's get started with where, it. Where's your title? Bring the title out. Let's go. You, uh, you're going you're gonna to start razz, razzling me? Bring that title out. Me and you're going to You go brought it up it. first. Hey, don't. You're the one to put in the, yourself in the same age category. Don't start. Me. Don't start. I'll talk to I'm going to start throwing sharp objects at you, Mr. Producer. All right, let's get started with the WWE report. All right, WWE backstage to return on FS1 on the 30th next Saturday, the day before the Royal Rumble. And guess who's hosting? Renee! The one who said she'd never be back, but now she's pregnant, Miss Renee Young. Awesome, I love that show. I was glad to see it back. You know, I got a quick question. Did Renee's contract expire, or, or could she possibly still been under contract and just took a little vacation off? to relax a little bit with the baby. Well, didn't they? I'm sure she signed a 90-day non-compete like everybody else. Probably. Which I would is, imagine right? so, yeah. So that's probably why she didn't show up any other, uh, on any other uh, uh, platform. Okay. <laughs> so she's been under contract. I'm just surprised 
she had to have been close to the 90 days. I mean, I don't remember when she was when she left or whatever, but if, if you're that close to the 90 days, you want to start doing some other stuff, or she's got her podcast and she's got the baby coming and everything. Why would you why would you jump in back into WWE at this point? Unless they gave her, you know, like Ted DiBiase used to say, everybody's got their price. Well, on top of that, too, you got to also see that um, uh, Moxley has said that there's don't be surprised if I come back. So he's been hinting that he may go back to WWE. Wow. That that would surprise the crap out of me because everything I've seen and, and I hope it happens. I like him a lot, but. I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. Maybe if Renee comes back, maybe it might happen. I don't the, know. The thing I think that would honestly bring back Dean would probably be Seth and Roman would be the only reason why we'd see, we would see him back. I'm wondering if, if John went back to um, WWE, if it would be him and Seth against the family. I, th- I don't think he's coming back. I think he's just said never say never just because that's what you say in wrestling. But with the freedom he gets in AEW and yeah. the scripts in WWE, he's unless AEW goes out of business, he's not going back. Well, to the WWE. other thing, the other thing we got to remember too is he's wrestling at New Japan. True. So true that. All right, well, we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. Uh, we know he won't be in the Royal Rumble. That's for darn sure at this point. All right, next topic. Some exciting local news. Who wants to take this one? Chief, why don't you take it? Former FSW women's champion Lacey Ryan has signed with WWE and will debut in the women's... Debut? Debut. <laughs> debut. That's for the Canadians. Hold, hold debut. on. Hold on. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and he yells at me. <laughs> debut in the women's Dusty Classic. Zoe Stark and will team with... Marina Shafir. Wait a minute. i got to put the cheaters on. <laughs> Marina Shafir? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Wish her all the best. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, another local uh, uh, wrestling product out of one of the most um, recognized independent um, uh, promotions in, in Future Stars of Wrestling, getting through and I'm sure getting someone's signed. making another banner here soon. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you know, be, besides... Who? <laughs> Who? I wonder who? who that could be. Besides the, <laughs> besides the toll man and uh, uh, Zoe now, um, I'm trying to think. I saw him wrestle Wednesday night uh, on the show. Um, he's from SoCal, but he wrestled at FSW quite a bit, and I think one of the last matches he had at FSW was with Kevin. And uh, his name slips my mind, which isn't, Unusual. That's that half Zymers thing working again. No, it's called half Heimers. Oh, half Heimers. See, yes. I can't remember how to say it. I'm sorry. You're getting old too, so. I am. Sounds uh, like it's getting the three quarter Heimers. But, <laughs> it, is. it is. But anyway, if you watch NXT, he, you know, he, his, uh, he has a manager, um, and I, I want to say Ryan, Ryan Taylor. That's his real name, I believe, and. Uh, He's down there wrestling in NXT too, so nice. he's come through. Well, and let's FSW. and let's give some love to Chris Bay over at Impact, right? Hell yeah! So I, I love Chris, but Impact, sorry, Chris, I love you. Well, brother. I was just giving love to him. I mean, you know, just again another giving love to Impact. You yeah. giving love to Chris Bay. Thank you. Impact ain't exactly the worst show nowadays exactly. compared to what's on that little TV right there. Minus the person that's on it. <laughs> Alexa Bliss is on Well, TV, you're just right? prejudiced. That's, that's right. We're watching a replay of last Monday's Raw, and we're up to the playground segment with Alexa Bliss. And I think it's Oscar who comes in here, right? Is her yeah. guest or something? All right. Next topic. Where are we at? We kind of touched on this in our opening segment. Roman said in an interview it would make sense to go against The Rock at WrestleMania 39 simply because it's in Hollywood. To me, I think that would be two years too late based on the current storyline that Roman is doing right now. That's just me. Very true. I don't want to see him drag on this tribal chief thing for a couple years. He's a really good heel. He should stay heel, honestly. But that would be way too long of a payoff for a match. Like The storyline they could do between The Rock and Roman is 
They need to capitalize on that as soon as possible. Totally agree. And to me, that would make sense for this WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, so uh, Ryan shares in the chat room, WWE also signed Priscilla Kelly, who's married to Darby Allen. I think they got divorced. Okay. No longer. No. <laughs> All right. Divorce court. There you go. In Vegas. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Next topic. Undertaker said on the Joe Rogan podcast that he has a hard time watching the current product as it's too soft. And wrestlers now play video games and worry about looking pretty. <laughs> also, he said, like, when he said he first started, everyone had, like, knives and guns in their bags, and they handled their business the way they should have. And <laughs> Now they're worried about the PlayStation. <laughs> He's, like, super old school, and you... thinks men should be men instead of everyone in the back playing PlayStation 5 and doing stuff for up, up, down, down, or whatever or left, right, do. left, right. <laughs> you know... I'm I'm just going to throw one out there. Everybody knows how to use face or how to how to use um, um, social not, media. Not Facebook, but the other one. FaceTime. No. Twitter. Uh -uh. Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Well, you can use any. Just of them. say social media. Social, <laughs> social media. Okay. I, I don't want to take up social media. Eventually, you know, he'll run out of the list. You so know I mean, what? It's only a couple. TikTok. Go look. Go look up. Ox Baker. Okay. Ox Baker had a match in Detroit. He had to run a he had to run the hell out of the ring because he started a riot. And I mean this is a true story. Him and his partner and the team the team that he wrestled against, they had to run for their life because the people surrounded the ring and started coming in the ring. The police had to go in, make an aisle so they could get the hell to the back. That is wrestling. This shit we got today, and y'all are right, these uh, nice little computer gadgets here we've got now and all this shit, you know, that's not wrestling. Sorry, folks. I'm old school. That's how I feel. I don't and know. That, and that's not even my rant. I was today. just going to say that's not his official rant, but I smell the rant right around the corner here. It's I, coming. It's coming. Smelling a little angry. In here. <laughs> I, I smell funk. <laughs> Earlier this week, it was announced the next three WrestleManias uh, 37, of course, we now will be in Tampa. Uh, 38 will be in Dallas. And 39, as we talked about a few minutes ago, will be in LA. Um, what, I, I just want to know when Allegiant Stadium is going to get on that list myself. I was about but. to catch my rant out the whole time I was watching. I was like, what the hell about Vegas? That's right. That's right. So, all right. Uh, next topic. After getting wins over Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler yesterday uh, over Ziggler, will Cesaro finally get the push we all want to see? God, I hope so. Dear God, I hope so. Please. I agree. I just don't see it fitting in anywhere into the current storylines. If they give him a push, where would he go? If he wins, you guys all have the pencil in 30 seconds. Where would you see him? How would you push him? Intercontinental title. Beat okay. Roman at WrestleMania. I say beat Roman at WrestleMania. And if they're going to take three years out to WrestleMania <clears throat> 39 for the family, let Cesaro have it for a while. My only concern with the internet, inter intercontinental titles, we've talked about this on the show, is the uh, way that that title is disrespected, right? We all agree normally it should be the second title right under the heavyweight title, right? But then you got the U.S. tag, and you can argue from there. Yep. The intercontinental title right now is just or even worse than what Ryback said, where, it's a, where the championship belts are nothing but props. I don't know if him getting the intercontinental title is the kind of push you want to see him. I think at this point, everybody wants to see him in the, in the heavyweight title picture at this point because he's well overdue for a push, right? He's already been like United States champion and stuff. Everyone wants to see him win the world title. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I agree. I'd like to see it happen, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I kind of agree. He's got to go for the mid-level, either the U.S. title. Now, him and, and Lashley? No. For the U.S. No, no, but but think about that strength versus strength. You got you got Cesaro, who pound for pound is one of the strongest guys in wrestling, and of course we know Lashley's strength. Why would you? I mean, I realize right now it'll be two heels, so you know you don't want that. But why would that not make sense at some point? Maybe Cesaro turns face. I think Cesaro's, and I agree with Matt. I think Cesaro's going to go after the championship, and I think Riddle is going to go after 
Lashley. Speaking of Riddle, this is where I'm smelling oh, the rant. God. I'm smelling every. I'm ready. Can you smell it? Can I'm you ready. smell what the Chief is about to cook? I'm ready. I think it's time to bring up the Chief's rants right about now. All right, Chief, take it away. My Chief's rant for today has to do with WWE Creative and their stupid-ass cameramen. And, and it's got to do with Sloppy Bobby and Flip Flop and Riddle. If you look at the WWE match that they had and freaking Riddle calling Lashley Sloppy Bobby in his $25 suit and the rest of the team goes away and you've got Bobby Lashley trying to step on Riddle's foot because he don't like flip-flops and he says bad for the feet. Well, if you look at it, Lashley actually stepped in the middle of both of his feet and was going for the right foot, and fucking Riddle grabs the left foot. And the goddamn cameraman shows it right on the TV. That's bad TV, folks. Bad TV. But that's WWE right now. That's creative. That's the man at the top, Vince McMahon, letting shit like that happen. Maybe they need to get him out and put Shane in charge. Just the Chiefs rant and my thought for the day, but you know what? Better production. Man, there's a good one right there, Mandy Rose. Yep, we'll leave the Chief over and out. There you have it. Chief now, not happy with production. We saw the clip come up here as we were starting the show. My God, it was a travesty, right? I mean, you talk about a botch. I was watching that live. I was like, what the fuck did I just see? <laughs> How could the cameraman miss that? How could he miss that? Mm. Was he in the wrong angle when he took the shot? Come on, folks. If they just put the camera up a little bit, you would have just seen like his foot go down. Like, you know what the hell they were going right. to do. Just like the punt. And, and then just but sell the, it like that. But the, of... but the stupid thing was is Lashley went after Riddle's right foot. And Riddle, Riddle grabbed his left foot on the, on, the, on the camera. He stomped like five feet away from both of his feet. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. So on that note, this is a great segue to our next point before we take a quick break at the bottom here. I've got to calm down. What, yeah. Where's the aspirin? We need an aspirin for him or something. We need a little hot a cold compress. All right. What could Raw do better with the show overall? First of all, my first, my first thought on that, and then I'll leave it open. Hire the cameraman from FSW. Get <laughs> Oh, I want to follow up with something. Oh, else do right I now. have things to but, say? But I'm just gonna let everybody here knows. Okay, so to go from math rant in a minute. <laughs> from math rant to rant to Aaron's rant. To I have 50 things I could say about that, but I'll just let it alone for right now. My first thing would be take a three-hour show and get rid of that third hour. Do no. it on two hours. Look at the success of SmackDown. <laughs> Give the third hour to the women and let them have their own show. That's another topic that we have on the list. Bring as well. the fans back. Okay, bring the fans back. Make that two hours and hire Bully Ray as the head of creative. Right on, right on. So uh, listen, there's a lot of ideas. In a way, this sort of falls right into the fan, the fan action nation. I don't mean to make a very diverse segue, but if they truly listen to the universe as they say that they do then some of these changes we're talking, maybe not hiring Bully Ray because of cost and expense, but three hours to two, all this other stuff to adjust the show because now something that I don't, I don't remember seeing it, uh, uh, NBC Sports Network is being dropped by the major carriers. They're no longer carrying it, which is going to hurt USA programming because those shows need homes mm. and you're going to see other things that are going to preempt wrestling. And if the ratings aren't there, I don't care how much they're paying Vince McMahon, they're going to bump him for the Westminster Dog Show. They're going to bump him for all this other stuff. They did it before. Yeah. You know, and at least on Fox, when SmackDown can't play on the regular channel, guess what? 
They can go to FS1. I would get so mad every year when they would bump Raw for that stupid dog show. I was like, who watches this? Dog lovers? That would be about it, right? Dog lovers everywhere. Oh, man. So anyway, so that that's just something that that uh, is kind of interesting topic, and maybe one day we'll just have a show about that, yeah. just talking about it. Women's yeah. wrestling? No, 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 about what to do to, to, to Rob. We have, I know there's something on here. I think it's under the AEW report uh, where we can talk about a lady's show only on TV. Uh, uh, but that's, I think, a, another, another topic. AEW ain't the one. I, I know who I'd like to get as a creative writer for a women's wrestling show. Okay. The lady that we had on last week, Miss April Hahn. There you go. With her experience with Glow being on an all-ladies show, even though it was a Hollywood-style production, absolutely. That, that's not a bad choice. All right. Let's step aside for a quick break. We have a lot going on, so I want to take a break. We have a couple more items under WWE. Then we'll shift to AEW after the break. Thank you for watching. Thoughts Count Anywhere. We'll be back right after this. Are you looking for someone to provide training to your sales staff? Do you need a motivational speaker about how to handle change? Do you have an upcoming event that needs an MC to handle those responsibilities? Well, look no further than longtime Las Vegas radio personality, Aaron Phillips. I am local to Las Vegas, and I can blend my talents with any audience. For more information, please visit www.aaronphillipsvoice.com and book me for your next event or training needs. This is John Cena. I just, I just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast, Thoughts Count Anywhere, because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anyone? Is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much, congratulations, and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere, because they do. Some great head-banging music to wake up in the morning, right? Sledge would lo loved our music because it was right up his alley. All right, welcome back. A couple more things we want to talk about. Hey, give us a call. Join the conversation live at 702-329-6947. Speaking one. of which, Sledge is in the bubble at ROH. Really? Yes, sir. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. He was traveling back there doing some stuff. So congratulations, Sledge. Before we get back to some of these topics, Matt, why don't you talk about how people can join the drawing for the Hulk Hogan signed piece here. Go to thoughtscountanywhere.com and you click on the shop tab. <laughs> I had to think about that for a hot second. I was like, shosh tab. <laughs> In my head, I was that's like, ooh, that's yes. going to sound I'll bad. <laughs> Go to the shop and if you buy a piece of merch, send us the receipt and we'll put you in a drawing. The winner will get a certified Hulk Hogan 16 by 20 picture. Now, when you go to the shop and you collect, you collect. Now, you got me saying it. When you click <laughs> on an item, you can hit the drop-down bar, and you'll sh it'll show you all the different options that you could purchase with that logo. Yeah, there's like shirts, T-shirts, tank tops, long sleeves, hoodies, masks. Masks. And there wasn't there something I saw, a baby uh, uh, onesie? You can buy a baby onesie. <laughs> yeah. So it's not just the shirts you see there. You can just click on the product and make sure you hit the drop down for the actual product. Uh, there's a coolie, I think, on there, too, for, for yeah, drinks, Yeah, you can get right? a koozie for your drink. Yeah. So check it out. And then by doing that, you have an opportunity to get a certified Hulk Hogan autograph piece here that you see on the desk. Okay, real do quickly. Do it, brother. Do it. That's right. <laughs> what you going to do? All right, here you go. Let's go back to uh, the report. Next topic. All right, Adam Pierce and Paul Heyman were supposed to have a little bit of a match last night. Let's just say card subject to change. Who wants to take it? I called that as soon as they agreed to the match, and I was like, Paul Heyman's going to pull the exact same thing that Adam Pierce did to them last week. Even though I didn't see it live, I was just watching the YouTube clips because yep. I was at work. But... That could be seen a mile away. Absolutely. Anybody else want to chime in? Nope. Nope. Okay, next topic. Dark Side of the Ring will premiere with a Brian Pillman episode, which features Stone Cold Steve Austin along with the Pillman family. I'm anxious. I love the Dark, the dark Side of the Ring series. I think it's tremendous for wrestling fans to get into seeing this stuff. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely great series. Great series. I'm anxious to see it. I emailed a couple of the two creators. Hopefully, we can get one of them on the show. Oh, right on. That would be great. I know one of our close friends um, kind of styled himself a little bit 
psyche-wise from Brian Pillman. And nice. his, his name will remain nameless. I think it's Toll Man or something. I don't know. Oh, We're going to see a different tick, side of Stone Cold for sure. Talk. Oh, yeah. Tick tock. All right. Mm. Moving on to the AEW Impact Report. At the Revolution Pay-Per-View, Sting and Darby Allen will take on Cage and Starks in a street fight. Thoughts on Sting wrestling again? Good God, no. How old is Sting? He's 60, isn't 61, he? 61, 62... You know what? If he's in good shape, um, he's definitely got the experience in the ring. <coughs> and uh, one more match, never say never. But is it just going to be one match? That's the thing. You know, mm-hmm. what, what, signed to a multi-year deal, and he shows up every week. So. Exa- exactly. You know, it, I don't think his contract's structured like Goldberg's. And um, my opinion. When Sting and Goldberg were in WCW, Sting actually carried the company, not Goldberg. Oh, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not disappointed seeing Sting come back into the ring. I'd like him to see like him end his career the way he wants to, instead of going out like injured and not being able to walk like everybody saw him. But I think a street fight will keep him safe. There's not like. They could like he could just do like the offense and keep himself safe and like not take any crazy bumps. Mm-hmm. And that means Darby Allen better get himself ready to take on a lot of punishment. Is 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 that like could, he does every week? Right, that's true. That's a good point. Could it could that's it be point. like uh, uh, Sean Michaels and Ric Flair, where Sean just told Rick, "You just do what you got to do and let me carry it," and then that's what Darby's going to do. Let me run it and I'll carry you. Yeah. I don't know. I'd almost rather see Sting go out in more of a traditional style match than a street fight if this is going to be his last match. I mean, I don't think this will be his last one. I think he's going to get his feet wet in this and be like, oh, I can do it. I think his last match is going to be Sting and Cody. Uh, it could be. That's an interesting take. All right. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, folks? Give us a call, 702-329-6947. Press 1 to come to the studio. All right, next topic. Kenny Omega said the women of AEW deserve their own show. Thoughts? Jason, I'll start with you on this one. Uh, some of the women, yeah, I could see that happening, but there's some women in the AEW that are just like, no. <laughs> so, I, it's, I'm, I'm, on, I'm in on a mixed review on that one. Half of them do, des- do deserve to be on their own show, but there's some of them that just can't wrestle for shit. I don't think they have a big enough roster that to too. be doing like their own show. If it was the Britt Baker waiting room for an hour, <laughs> totally down. <coughs> Throw Thunder Rosa in there. Well, now with Impact and AEW working together, I don't know the ladies' roster on Impact, but could they draw from Impact? The if la- they were to draw from Impact with the <coughs> AEW roster, they could possibly do an hour show because... The Impact roster, women's roster, is probably second best compared to, like, the NXT women's roster or WWE's women's roster. I think if they do a show, one hour is all that you need. Oh, yeah. I, I can't see multiple hours on this one. And you, we mentioned, you mentioned the Britt Baker segment. Now her and Bailey are kind of going at it with their segments. Will one of them show up on the other show? Well, I don't think you know, WWE won't allow Bailey to go over there to, to Britt's show. Um, but would Baker show up on Ding Dong, whatever it is, for Bailey? <laughs> Ding Dong come in or di- whatever her show is, her little if interview? If Bailey can like answer that door and go on the other side and not come back <laughs> would be delightful. I think uh, if you had all three shows, Impact, AEW, and Raw, and they could all agree, and you put collectively the women together off of all three shows – they could run a three-hour show and put a good show on. Did you mention NXT also? And NXT, excuse me, four shows. And uh, SmackDown? And they could... Uh, no, nah, not SmackDown. They could... <laughs> they could um, <laughs> wow. They, they could put a better show on than Raw. Yeah, but they're not... You know, Vince is not going to... It's not very hard nowadays. No, I'm just saying... I was going to say, we could probably put on better matches amongst the four of us in here than Raw at times, I think. I'm just saying... Could you imagine if 
all four shows if the women could all come together. There could be some crazy matches out of that. I'd love to see. And 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 think about it. Then you've got a free a, you've got two free agents out there that aren't signed, and you bring them in, and that would just put it over the top even more. Oh, speaking of the women's Royal Rumble, could you imagine that happening? Hmm. Tessa. Mm-hmm. If she, if I would she, lose my shit completely. If she. Well. Is she down, still down in Mexico, or is she back here in the States? Since, She's supposed to be in Vegas, like, next week. So Some since, signing. Since we're going to just tie it in there, the last one of the Impact, Taya. Go ahead. Taya's done with Impact. Could she show up to the Rumble? Absolutely. I, the, to me, the more the merrier. Because okay. you know John Morrison has probably been fighting like a mofo to get her over there. What better way to introduce her to the Raw brand than the, the Rumble? I think she, I personally, I think she'll, uh, um, she'll go down into NXT. I don't think she'll make NXT. She'll go down to NXT, and uh, I could see her bringing her puppy in, her dog. Okay, and uh, her and... Morrison possibly having a feud with another couple, either at NXT or on the main roster. Well, they could. They, what do you think, Aaron? They could easily tie in Miz, Maurice, and uh, Morrison and Taya. Especially if Morrison and Miz start separating. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's going to be another one where, where one's going to turn on the other, just like we were talking about earlier about uh, Drew and Sheamus. Yeah, I think that would be an interesting tie-in just between those four uh, because of how close Miz and Morrison are personally. Now bringing the wives. Yeah, now, now you're talking about could we do a one-hour show of, of mixed gender matches? You know, because think about all the couples that are on the WWE roster and all the brands. I wasn't even thinking about Morrison. And, uh, I, yeah, he was talking I about mean, TikTok. Uh, I, I TikTok. Yes, that's TikTok. who I was thinking yeah. about. Not, not, not um, Miz and Maurice? No. That's, I was thinking. I personally don't want to see Maurice come back into a ring. She does did nothing for me when she wrestled earlier. I, I to me that, but we we digress <laughs> off of that. <laughs> Other than looks, okay. I was gonna say, uh, uh, but I mean, say. in the I said in the ring though, in the ring as a performer. But looks is a whole different topic. But I want to go back to Sting for one second because we all know he had the neck injury. Yes. Another report came out this week, and I didn't see it on the sheet. If you put it on there, I apologize. But Chad Gable mentioned that his former tag partner, uh, Jason Jordan, the illegitimate son of one Kurt Angle at one time, mm. uh, is actually working towards coming back to the ring. And he's relatively close, according to Chad. Sweet. You know, so that's another guy. Do we see him maybe sneak into the Royal Rumble, you know, and see something happen? Who knows? But I was, I've jotted that down. We were talking about Sting. I want to see American Alpha come back. You know what? Chad, they were a good tag team. They were. Chad needs Chad needs a better booking than than what he's got right now. All you, right. You know, if they're bringing and I'll yeah, end it right. on this. If they're if they're bringing Sting back, they're bringing Goldberg back. You know who I want to see in the Royal Rumble? Mick Foley. Uh, unfortunately, with his hips and everything, that that won't happen. I I, I can't. He see will that break happen. something. Yeah, he's you, too fragile. So all right, fragile. Uh, on the. T- <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to AEW Awards on the 27th. Matt, why don't you take a couple of these that, that we can go over and chat about? Sure. Yeah. Whichever ones you feel like throwing out there. The biggest WTF moment, Cody Rhodes, steel cage moonsault, Sammy getting hit by the golf cart, Kenny Omega wins the AEW championship, bloody Britt Baker versus Sheeta, or the Young Bucks frog splash off the stadium railing. I think Cody Rhodes Moonsault's gonna win that because that was that was pretty. That made me go WTF out loud <laughs> to the television. And then we have the LOL Award: Jericho and MJF's musical. Britt <laughs> oh. Baker waxes Tony Schiavone. That was pretty hilarious. <laughs> Young Bucks kick MJF in the pool in the Inner Circle Vegas trip. Inner Circle Vegas trip. <laughs> I think the dinner might get that one. I think it's either the dinner or the Vegas trip because it was like a hangover movie on Dynamite. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. What else do you want to touch on there? We've got quite a few before we move on. Anything else of note? 
Um, pay-per-view it? moment of the year. The stadium stampede. Moxley wins the AEW championship. Sheeta wins the women's championship. Omega and Paige beat the Young Bucks. Darby Allen wins the NXT TNT championship from <laughs> Cody. Little slip there. Young Bucks beat win the tag team championships. Gentlemen, I like Darby. Darby wins TNT championship from Cody. I like Moxley wins AEW championship. The stadium stampede was a shit show, but that thing was so entertaining. I think that's going to win. <laughs> or here's a good one, too. The High Flyer Award. Ray Phoenix, Mark Quinn, Nick Jackson, or Pac? Pac. I got to go Ray Phoenix. That exactly. guy is incredible. I agree with Matt on that one. Hey, do you see anything in the awards that they're going to do for – well, obviously not on the list, but are they going to recognize Brody at some point? Maybe the Biggest surprise. Matt Hardy debut, Jake the Snake confronts Cody. Brody Lee arrives at the, as the exalted one. There's, Brody Lee. There, there's the winner right there. <laughs> Brody Lee wins that one. Yeah, hands down. There, hands there down. you go. Hands Perfect down. example. So uh, that's on the 27th, which is, uh, what, Wednesday? It's on Bleacher Report. It's going to be live uh, on Bleacher Report. Oh, there you go. You okay. know, you know bringing, bringing um, Brody Lee up. Uh, nice t-shirt nice yes. t- today. Yes, thank you. Another uh, Brody. Question though, yeah, go are, do you think <laughs> do you think they're using Little Brody on that show to get ratings right now? No, I think they're. I don't think Tony Khan's that kind of person. He's just like such a like big wrestling fan, and I've heard like interviews of like what he thought of Brody, and he like almost breaks down every time he even talks about it. So I think he's just trying to. Do the right thing by the family. You know, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm glad to see it, you know, but I watched AEW um, Thursday. And to see, little, you know, to, to remember how Cody was in the ring with little Brody and Tony Khan, and they were hugging him. But then to see him come back this week with another segment and the Dark Order, um, well, he does have an AEW contract. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't kick in until he's 18, right? True. You know, Theoretically. I, I, I'm just wondering. I think it could be. I, 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 I don't think so. I don't think they're misusing him at all. Nah. Okay. Uh, but there again, how long are they going to use him? I hope not much longer. Because then, then I saw some clips with his birthday or something. Got, you know, the, there was a video out there, Miro wishing him a birthday and... I think they got to stay away, start getting away from that right now and save maybe other spots for that to happen where it's more prudent. Yes. Perhaps like when they, when they figure out who's going to be the new exalted one, you know, um, they have Brody Jr. come out and pass the torch somehow or something like that from his dad. But uh, I agree. I think after a while they, they have to start peeling back on that. When he cut so. the promo on Marco Stun, he has a better promo than most AEW wrestlers. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I would hope that um, Brody's former partner from WW from Eric, WWE Eric Rowan would Rowan. come in and become the head of the uh, exalted ones. I don't think excuse he, me. Does he? I don't know if he has a personality for that. They can groom it. I, I'm not sure. There's a lot of guesses out there because we all thought Matt Hardy was going to be the one, no. you know. But anyway, all right. You know what time it is. Not the actual time. It's birthday time. It is birthday time. A lot of birthdays Giggity. coming up. See what I did there? I gave him enough time to pull up the music. That's, <laughs> that, was, that was the cue. All right. Let's talk about some birthdays. First of all, if you're celebrating birthday this upcoming week, we want to wish you a happy birthday from all of us here at Thoughts Count Anywhere. And you are celebrating along with these professional wrestlers. Here we go. 23rd, Leilani Kai and Alex Silva. If you're celebrating on the 24th, you got Mike Awesome. 25th, the Honky Tonk Man, Michelle McCool, Jay Briscoe, and Mark Andrews. On the 26th, yeah, the great Road Warrior Hawk, uh, Taylor Wilde, Evil, and the current SmackDown champ, Sasha Banks. The 28th, Shark Boy, Sheamus, fella, and Sonata. And if you're celebrating on the 29th, 
Go grab a NASCAR, run it into a wall because you are celebrating with Hardcore Holly. I got to add two plug. to that list. <laughs> What's that sparky? <laughs> yeah, right. I have Who you got? Yes. My mom on the 29th. There you go. Happy my birthday, sister, mom. My sister on the 27th. All right. Nice. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, sister. There you go. Happy birthday to the family out there. And again, from all of us to all of you, we want to wish you a happy birthday no matter how you choose to celebrate. Remember, if you're in Vegas, you can't have more than 10 people, especially from only two households. That's it. And please, when you blow out the candles, please try not to spit on the cake. Once anyway. you're protesting or at a funeral, then it can be like 50. That's, that's right. That's very it's true. No well, that makes sense. All right. Any other wrestling topics we want to touch before we shift gears into pop culture? we got a few items of pop culture. Yeah, sure. Anything else we missed in wrestling? You want to just jump right into it? Jump in. Jump in the deep end. There we go. All right, let's do it. Pop culture. First and foremost, within 24 hours, not even 24 hours, probably within 12 hours, two individuals uh, from the world, one from the world of sports, one from the world of journalism, passed away yesterday. Uh, Let's start off with the first one. In my opinion, the home run all-time leader from Major League Baseball, Mr. Hank Aaron, passed away yesterday. Yes, sir. Uh, I believe at the age of 86, if I read the report correctly. Yes, yeah. uh, He passed in his sleep, so I don't know if there's any other lying causes. So the ha- hammer and Hank, and I remember I was watching him uh, against, I want to say if it was the Brewers, I believe, I could be wrong, when he hit number 715 to pass the Babe. I remember watching that and just the craziness that went on in the field. He will be missed. He is a, truly a gentleman of the game of baseball. Then from the world of journalism, uh, Mr. Larry King, he passed away yesterday as well. Uh, again, I don't know what uh, if there was any underlying causes. I am not sure. Can I take a guess? Can I take a guess? Go ahead. No, not enough gin, gin zana. <laughs> he passed oh, this away morning. this morning. Sorry, this morning. And they said it was complicated. Everyone passes from the same thing all year. COVID. <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> That's what they said he passed away from. The news said that. Really? He okay. Had, well, he had symptoms of COVID. He had symptoms. Well, sorry to hear that. But Larry King, uh, Hank Aaron, and of course, we're only, what, 23 days into the new year. And there have been a lot of people from the world of entertainment, the popular categories that have passed uh, rather quickly, not to mention all those lives that have succumbed to COVID and any other health-related issues within the first 21 days. Okay. Uh, I'm taking this one. <laughs> Uh, okay, but there's something on there that I'm going to add to it, which I'm surprised it wasn't there. But go ahead, take it. Tuesday will mark the one-year anniversary of the great legend in basketball, Mr. Kobe Bryant, and his daughter. Yeah, that's awful. That was a crazy tragedy. I, I almost want to equate that. I mean, that shook not only the basketball world, but I think the world in general. Absolutely. Uh, I w- I'd almost want to liken it to the night John Lennon was assassinated and the way it just shook up the world. Right. Yeah. Right? I mean, as of local history, not counting presidential assassination, stuff like that. But, you know, to me, it was, it was a shock. And what I want to add to that is on Friday, I think, yeah, I think it was yesterday, was the anniversary, 15-year anniversary of the game he scored 81 points in. Yeah, yeah. His fi- wasn't that his final game? Was uh, it not? Final was, season. His final uh, yeah, season. His final. I mean, that's the second most scored in a game since Will Chamberlain. Or that's, was it Will? Right. A hundred points or something? Yeah. To to touch on that, yeah. because when we did announce his death, uh, when we did the show, mm-hmm. another Laker legend, Rick Fox, he, oh. he was actually contacted by family members and they thought he was on the plane, on the helicopter with, I remember with Kobe, that. and they thought he died too. Wow! Oh, wow! So there, he was. He said uh, when he was talking with Shaq and uh, Charles Barkley on uh, NBA Inside, he mm-hmm. even mentioned. He goes, "I had everybody in my family calling. Are you okay? Are you alive? Are you okay? What's going on?" So they all thought he died too. Wow! Jeez. Crazy. And then you think about what happened to the world two months after Kobe's passing. Yep. With COVID and everything. Yep. It's just like, really? 2021, 2020 sucked. Oh, it definitely did. Definitely did. But I will say this. One of the, the humorous commercials that are out there for the, one of the uh, dating match sites <laughs> with, right, with the devil and 2020, <laughs> they get together. I mean, come on. You, you, and then they start burning everything down. <laughs> if there's at least one funny moment out of that year, that commercial alone, I think, yeah, yeah. typifies what, what the year was about. Uh, okay, uh, Matt, why don't you take the next one? Yeah, what is this, Matt? That's uh, why I gave it to him to talk about. I just put about. it in pop culture just because I thought it was pretty interesting. At our building in Neonopolis, there's this new place called the Hate League where you basically can make custom shirts, hats, masks, of make fun of any team, put any meme on there. 
they customize everything, but they have like this box they're gonna put out in front. It's for the voice. You can actually not not me the voice. You can actually audition for the voice TV show in this box. Oh really? So it's, it's like the a first video one in the country. Wow! And it actually goes to the producers and stuff. Right it's on. Pretty interesting. Alrighty. Right on. All right. It was uh, funny. They had the mayor there for the grand opening, and they gave her a T-shirt that said, I tried to save the Las Vegas economy, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to, like, sell that shirt, and she picked a charity, so whatever, like, they Good make off her. that shirt, they're going to donate part of it to her charity of Good choice. Good for her. Good for her. I love the shirt idea. I think that's funny as heck, but I more like the idea of the proceeds going to help a uh, nonprofit here in town. Did she announce who, by chance? Just curious. I didn't hear what she said. Okay. I'll get it this week. Yeah, I was just curious, but to me, it sounds like a new sponsor opportunity for Thoughts County, Indy, which, by the way... Which we will actually talk about after here, because that's okay. probably going to be a thing. There you go. So if you want to get advertising information and join one of the hottest, growing, fastest wrestling uh, shows here uh, on the internet, just go to thoughtscountanywhere.com. I believe we have a tab that says advertising. Is that correct? Yes, sir. All your different options and opportunities and plans that are available are there, or you can send in an email. There it is right there on the screen. Info at thoughtscountanywhere.com for more information. I mean, we're only averaging about 30,000 views a week. How much money would it cost you to get in front of 30,000 people in one hour? Think about that. We can deliver that to you in, in, geez, in a week. Yeah. Think about it. All right, next topic. Now we got everything going out at once. What the hell was that? That was, that was the, a little snippet for Chris Bay. I was oh. about to say, isn't that Chris's music? Yep. <laughs> Jeez. I Where was, is he? I thought it was the ghost taking over. <laughs> America's Most Wanted to Return to Fox. Not, that was not a bad show, actually. That was actually a really good show on Fox. Who's hosting it? That's a good, damn good question. It said it was John Walsh's blessing, so I don't think it's him. So I don't know. No, because he's sick, I think. I, I, something with his health. But uh, I know Nancy Grace, the former commentator on, on news, I think it was CNN, she at one time wanted to bring it back a couple of years ago. But I, I, was there anything announced about who may be involved in this? Not that I heard. I remember watching that as a kid, and I always remember, yeah. like, the one scene where, like, the guy's looking through the blinds, like, into this house. And that always freaked me out enough when I was a kid. I'd always be looking at the blinds like, <laughs> do I see any eyeballs? How <laughs> to scar young kid's life early on. But you have arrested people off that list. So Have you really? Yeah. Oh, that, see, now that's, that's cool. That's, they should have you on as a guest then. By the way, uh, Dan Levitard. had one guy that just kept doing a bunch of dumb stuff, <laughs> and I hooked him up. And he ended up being like an uh, escape prisoner out of California. Holy crap. You know, you're talking about the voice earlier in auditioning. Dan Lebitard, formerly of ESPN and a former ESPN exec, they're starting their own network out of Florida. Right. Uh, I sent you the link to it. We need to find out how to get in touch with them. They're going to need content. Sure. Maybe Thoughts Count Anywhere can somehow reach out to them <laughs> and figure out, hey, you guys want a wrestling show? We got stuff already for you. So, yeah. But anyway, who knows? Maybe we'll be on, uh, on a big stage like that as well. All right. Last but not least. We've already seen it a couple times early on the show. <laughs> you can put him up here. The wrestling ones are oh, absolutely amazing. All right. The best Bernie Sanders meme. Now, this is going to very quickly show up like Brody's kid. Is it overexposed and showing up everywhere? But, uh, yeah, pop culture, this thing is blowing up since the inauguration. <laughs> I still like Betty White better. The UFC meme one is pretty good. The no, arm you, just, bar. you just want to pat him on his head. That's all you can do for me. Well, that's close enough. There you go. There's Betty. She also just celebrated her birthday last week. She went to, what, 98 years young? 99. 99. Betty White, God bless you. And I want to throw something out there real quick. We were talking about Melina last week. Uh, Melina was wrestling in NWA show. Um, And, uh, you know, we had said that she uh, wasn't doing too much as a woman wrestler. So I just wanted to add that in. There you go. So Melina is still active in the ring? Yes, she there is. There you go. All right. There's Bernie there. All right. With that, fellas. All right. We're about to wrap up. No, the other way. There you go. It's like a whack-a-mole. Thoughts? Uh, uh, whack-a-mole. <laughs> final thoughts there, Mr. Matt, as we start to say goodbye for this week. Everybody be safe. Have a good week. Wash your clothes. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Stay safe, folks. Love you all. 
Jason. Be safe. Wear your mask. Garth, uh, Walt, Garth was in the chat room. And he pops up a picture of himself with a mask over it. <laughs> yeah, so, anyway, I hope he's feeling better. I know he spent time in the hospital this weekend, checked out again. So, and folks on the, on the podcast, please, y'all be safe. Come back next week. Absolutely, and hopefully, I'll be able to sit down with Garth about some ideas we can do for him here on Thoughts Count Anywhere. All right, well, that does it for another edition. This is the Bernie Sanders edition of Thoughts Count Anywhere. We want to thank you for watching. This Make could sure have been you- an email. This. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you stay tuned to our Facebook page as well as our website at thoughtscountanywhere.com for entries on the whole Kogan picture and what we have in store for you next week. I'm Aaron Phillips here for the gang. As always, be kind to each other. Why is that? We're all we have. Be safe, be happy. We'll see you next time right here on Thoughts Count Anywhere. <laughs>